Welcome everyone to the Lo-Fi Poli-Sci Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pickering. That's right, Lo-Fi's and Lo-Fidelity, low-quality, in-your-face, messy-as-can-be global news show. Here we're going to talk about that famous question, what's going on in the world today? We'll be covering five headlines from across the globe, and then choose one to go into a more detailed analysis. The news, fresh off the press. Source, BBC News, World Section. Saudi Arabia executed record number of people in 2019. Amnesty. Amnesty International published a report documenting the number of peoples executed in countries around the world, marking China as number one with 251, followed then by Iran. However, the report notes that in many countries like Iran, we cannot be sure of the exact number because there is no freedom of information law in the country that is comparable to democratic states' laws. The implications. While Amnesty International reports states that global executions are down from 2018, the fact remains that Saudi Arabia has now executed more people last year than ever before. This comes in stark contrast to the Crown Prince's plan of modernization, Vision 2030, a plan to diversify the economy, liberalize certain aspects of Saudi political culture, and create an environment more open to the world. A question to lo-fi poli-sci students. Will this report affect the trajectory of the Crown Prince's plan, or will he continue in the fashion he has been going? Write in and let me know your thoughts. Next up, Source, Reuters, World News. Two U.S. warships in South China Sea amid China-Malaysia standoff. This comes a week after a reported dispute between China and Malaysia. At the same time, China responded to yesterday's story about Vietnam's claim to two islands in the same region, which their response was that Vietnam's claim was illegal. The implications. The U.S. has accused China of taking advantage of global focus at the moment in order to increase its influence in the South China Sea. The introduction of two U.S. warships will likely complicate the matter further, rather than solve an issue that has been going on for years. We'll definitely be keeping an eye on this new development. Our following story, source, AP News International. UN in Libya warns of possible war crimes as fighting rages. These specific acts appear to be shelling in the capital city of Tripoli, which is partially currently under attack from anti-government forces. The UN report states that these attacks are killing and wounding civilians inside the city, which could amount to war crimes. The implications. Interestingly, the report declines to state which side is responsible for the possible war crimes, the anti-government forces or the UN-backed Libyan government. This lack of information in the report raises more speculation than answers questions about what is going on in the capital and the country at large. We have our eye on you, Libya. And now for our headline in the spotlight segment. Source, Reuters, World. Explainer, Netanyahu hangs on in unity government in deal after inconclusive Israeli elections. That's right, folks. Israelis don't have to go back to the polls. A coalition government and power-sharing arrangement have been made in an unprecedented deal between Netanyahu and rival Gantz. They will take turns being prime minister. Wait, take turns? The background and the implications of this story. Coming after over a year and three elections where no government could be formed, the only path forward that the two rivals could find was together. The coalition-slash-power-sharing arrangement is for three years. Netanyahu will be prime minister for the first one and a half years, while Gantz will be defense minister and substitute prime minister. Then Gantz will be prime minister and Netanyahu will be substitute prime minister for a year and a half. There is one potential issue with the plan. Netanyahu's corruption case. A motion was filed to the Supreme Court to rule if he could be head of government while under criminal investigation. If the court rules no, the New Deal Forge then states that another new election would have to take place. In other words, everything is riding on the Supreme Court's decision. 
And a last piece of news from the BBC, Science. Alien Comet Visitor has weird composition. That's right, Lo-Fi Nation. We've got a visitor from another solar system. At least that's what scientists are deducing from their findings. This comet has an unusually high amount of carbon monoxide in it, something we don't see in comets from our own solar system. Scientists believe that this finding from the comet could help determine which solar system it is in fact from. The implications. We almost never get visitors from other solar systems. The first known one, or rather recorded one by modern science, was only in 2017, just three years ago. This provides us with an extremely unique opportunity. Although we are at the moment limited to how far we can go into space, and thus how much of the universe we can interact with, this new comet coming to us brings a piece of the universe with it, one in which we've yet to comprehend. Keep working hard, looking up in the stars, friendly scientist. We need you. And that's a brief snapshot of what's going on in the world today. Please write in with your questions, comments, or requests of countries for our new segments, too. Lo-fi poli-sci at planetmail.com. That's lo-fi, L-O-F-I, poli, P-O-L-I, sci, S-C-I, at planetmail.com. Let me say thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, wash those hands, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Lo-fi poli-sci podcast. Pickering, signing off. <laughs>